coming up on The Kim Gravel Show. So many times people will say, well, go out and buy some new lingerie, right? And that'll spice things up. But if you don't have that emotional intimacy where you feel supported, cheerleaded, safe, you feel like your partner hears you, sees you, has your back, how are you going to maintain an attraction to that person long-term if Correct, they're not right. that person? How? Right. This is the Cuban Show. Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met. My mission is to encourage every single woman. We're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> if you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey y'all, Kim Gravel here, and this is the Kim Gravel Show. And this season, we are leveling up our lives and stepping in. Uh-huh, I said it, stepping into our purpose, and we're going to do it together. But this week is a really, really cool thing. We're going to be talking about how to bring the right people into your life, create better relationships, um, with dating, with friendships. We're going to talk about how to level up our relationships, right? Because so many people have uh, reached out to us, Zach, and said, um, how do I start dating again? I'm single again, or I'm trying to find the right person for my life, or how do I make the right business relationships? Everything about life, Zach, is relationships. Did you know that? And we get so many messages from people that are just like, I've been off the dating market for 10 years and I want to get back in or I want to start something new. How do I do it? Right. And I think that's hard. It's hard. I can't hard. imagine going back into dating. Our guests that we're having on today, we're talking about relationships and how to level up those relationships. And it really applies to all different types of relationships. But I think for me, um, and you know, I am a people person. So, you know, I love socialization. I love chatting with people. I love learning about their lives. I love laughing. I love, you know, going out to eat and having, you know, fun. And I, I love relationships. Not everybody likes people. But this is a true story. It just happened to me. So my kids started going to a new school. True story. So they're going okay. to a new school. Um, it's a small school, not a lot of people there. So it's not like you get lost in the crowd, right? And plus, like my sister calls me Big Bird because my hair's like chicken scratch. It stands up and I'm taller and I'm bigger, you know, I'm a size 12, tight 12, lose 14, you know, so I'm, I'm a woman. But it's true. I mean, look, I, I love every part, right? You have to love every part of who you are, good, bad, and ugly. Yep. So, you know, it, it's not like I go in and just fly under the radar, right? I'm loud. I'm, you know, got bright blonde hair. I'm in your face. And so I go to the basketball game one night and I walk in by myself. I paid my $9 at the door, which I need to talk to school about. That sounds pretty pricey for a little uh, high school basketball game. Yeah, I paid right? my $9 and I went in there and no one said a word to me. No oh. one said, you're new. How are you? Welcome hey, to the yeah. school. Sit with us. It's and nice I, to meet you. No, I was yeah. starting. And now look, now granted, it, I'm, I'm a person that's in your face. It's not like I'm sitting around as a wallflower. Right. And so I started second guessing myself. I started feeling like, oh my gosh. You know, you, you, just start, you just start doubting yourself. And this one woman, Amanda, came up to me and 
She was like, hey, my name is Amanda. My son plays on this. Uh, welcome to the school. Shook my hand. Uh, if you need anything, let me know. I mean, she was just in my face, just so welcoming. And she was the only person who did that. And I absolutely love her. Today, we still are friends because of that. Now, of course, we've made tons of friends. But I say all that to say relationships and getting to know people, regardless if it's love, if it's friendship, what, whatever, if you're going into a new situation, wanting to make new friends, at 51, it is still challenging. I'm on TV every week. I was going to say, I, 51. I'm 50 and, years And you, right. and you, not like, you know, a, a confidence expert, it, right? Right, right. But that's my point. Like, it is a, it is something we as humans all crave. We all want to be loved and accepted. I'm telling you, and I'm not just talking about romantic love and marriage. That's great. It's awesome. And when it, and when it's right, it's really good. It's hard work, but it's really good. But all of us as human beings, young, old, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your color. It doesn't matter where you're from. None of that matters. We all are born with innate desire to be loved and seen. And I think we don't work on our relationship skills and how to be proficient in relationships enough. We work on our TikTok. We work on our Instagram filter post. We work on having our kids wear the best little $500 pair of shoes, which you just, you forget that. That ain't going to happen in the Gravel house. Okay. We work on trying, we work on our status symbols. We work on looking like we're social. We look on looking like we're successful, but we don't work on our relationship people skills and how to find those right relationships and how to be that kind of partner ourselves. Would you agree with that, Zach? Mm, yeah, a million percent. And I feel like the the level up here is like bringing the right people into your life, right? Right, right. Easier said than done, though, right? Yeah, I, I have no idea how to do it. But, but look at our relationship, Zach. I mean, we met, you were the line producer in Kim of Queens, and instantly we connected because you were a person of excellence that wanted to raise and elevate that production. And of course, that's what was my heart. My desire was to do the same. And look, even, you know, over 10 years later, we are still connected are. and still friends, and we're yeah. still in a, in a strong relationship together. That, yeah. is, that, that is what today's guest, Bella Gandhi, is going to tell us how to do, is to find that person. She calls it an elevator person. I'm going to say it's that level up person in every relationship in your life. And you're saying, can that happen? It sure can. Just wait. We'll be right back with Bella Gandhi. Hey y'all, Kim Gravel here and my new book, Collecting Confidence comes out April 25th. And I want you to come and be a part of our live book launch event at the Guest South Theater in Atlanta, Georgia. Tickets go on sale February 10th. So head to KimCravel.com to get all the details. I can't wait to see you there. 
Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, buckle up, buttercup. It is the season of love, and we have the love master coach of all time right here on The Kim Gravel Show, Bella Gandhi. Let me just give you a little heads up about this woman. She is a powerhouse. She founded the Smart Dating Academy. She's one of the top nation, uh, nation's top relationship coaches. She's helped Thousands of people and couples find love. Zero divorces in 14 years. Yeah, she can back it up, y'all. She's been featured on Good Morning America, The Kelly Clarkson Show, Steve Harvey, CNN, ABC, NBC. She is a true professional. She also has her own podcast called Smart Dating Academy. But now she's on The Kim Gravel Show. And we're talking love today. Welcome, Bella. Bella Gundy. Isn't that fabulous? Isn't that amazing? I'm not often rendered speechless. That was beautiful. <laughs> I loved it. It is the season of love, okay? I've been married, gosh, how long have I been married, Bella? Long time. Long, long time. time. You know, but I still remember those first few dates and really that falling in love experience. And I can't tell you how many people we have that reach out to our show, Bella, that want to find true love. That companionship, that partnership, You've got to help us all right now know how to fall in love, when to fall in love, and who who do we need to fall in love with? I got you. I got you. Front <laughs> I back believe inside. it. One and, and so with regards to timing, right? It's peak dating season right now. That's when the getting is good. This is when the new fish have come to see the tide is high and it is. And why does it happen? Because it starts December 26th. It's the day after Christmas. Does it really? Everyone's like, okay, 
I've had enough of my family and I'd really like Aunt Sally to stop asking me when I'm going to have a boyfriend or girl, whatever it is. And so, and then New Year's Day comes around. 48% of Americans are unmarried in this country. 118 million single people. So if you feel like you are the last single person on earth, you are not. That is Census Bureau data. And so... New year, new me. That's what drives this massive shift and this massive wow. growth in the dating pool. 48% of all people unmarried in this country. Unmarried. Yes. Wow. Ma'am. What, what I'm hearing you say is there is somebody out there for everybody. I mean, if we've got that many singles out there, surely we can find the right person. You know what I say, Kim? There is a there is a lid to every pot. And there are many <laughs> lids to your cute little pot, right? Whatever the shape yeah, of your little yeah, pot yeah. is, there is a glass lid. There is a stainless lid. There is a green dented enamel lid, but that lid fits your personal pot just perfectly. So get inspired. All we do all day long is help people find the lid to their pot. So I'm telling you, he is out there and you have to become a psychotic optimist. Oh, come on now. What have we got to do to find this person? Give us give us your little short, you know, one, two, threes. How do we start looking for that, that lid to our pot? First of all, you've got to have the right mindset that the lid to my pot is out there. And I'm going to find him. It's a when, not an if. And that's part of being a psychotic optimist, right? You've got to get your mind in the right place. Because if you're stuck here, you're going to be stuck through the whole process, right? We've got to clear out the cobwebs of I'm too old. I'm too damaged. I've got too many kids. I'm too heavy. I'm blah, 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 blah. Those are the things that are keeping you stuck. Look around you, ladies. Is it only itty bitty size zero people in relationships? Hell no. Look at their <laughs> love all shapes, all sizes. Stop telling yourself the bad story. There is a lid to your pot. Whatever is in that pot, there is someone that is going to embrace it with that lid. Bella, why do you think that we, especially women, okay, because we're, we're, we're talking, you know, men too, but why do we as women always tend to tell ourselves the bad things and believe the bad things about ourselves, especially when we're going into relationships? What is it about love that really warps our mindset, girl? It brings out the most vulnerable parts of us, right? That's it. Finding the That's right it. lid to your pot, there's nothing more important. And yet it's the thing that we're most tender about, right? Mm. And we could have wounds from things that our parents told us. God bless them. They tried their hardest, but we hold on to those things. And those tapes play over and over again. Maybe we had a toxic ex or two or seven that okay. told us similar things. And so now what? We we take those bad seed things and we plant them in our minds and they grow into these giant oak trees. So I'm saying we're going to take a hatchet. We're going to chop those bad trees down because that is not who you are. You've got to stop telling yourself the bad story. And that's your first big step to believing that you can do this, believing that the lid to your pot is out there because so many people are like, oh, give me a break. There's only damaged goods out there. Everybody looks like a felon. Blah. And it's all the women 
women that I deal with that are single or single again, Bella, they they do. They're like, oh, it's just because they get on the dating apps and they do this and that and everything's just a hookup. I mean, I'm talking like 50 year old women are just saying all, you know, they're just all these men just want hookups or they're losers or the pop, 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 pop. That's that's the narrative that I'm hearing. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Kim, if I said to you, walk into this party and tell me all the people that are wearing red right now, you'd walk around, you'd have your handy little notepad and you'd be like, all right, Bella, there's 11 people wearing red. Now, if I said to you, all right, how many people were wearing purple? You're like, girl, you asked me about red. You didn't ask me about purple. That's what happens with online dating and dating in general. If you think there's only hookup-y, trashy, former felons out there, what is your mind going to anchor on? Oh, see, look at that. And that's what you're going to see. And what happens, you put blinders on and you're missing all the good people. So my team and I, we are in the weeds with you going, oh, see, now you missed these three. Why did you do that? I know why. Because you had your dark and gloomy lenses on when you were looking at the app. They're like, I don't know how I missed them. That's what happens. That is what this whole process is about. What are we supposed to look for? So I'm going to give you two answers. What we, for women that work with us, we have this whole process yeah. and it's called high GHQ, high, high and good husband qualities, right? So we're ah! marching people oh, no, no. down no, that gotta, process. No, you and got to different. stop right there. Bella, you got to stop. You got to say, you got to explain <laughs> what you went over that too fast, girl. You just ran over that. You've got to stop and explain what you just said in depth. That is so flipping good, girl. High GHQ. High in good husband qualities. Now, don't say, well, I don't want to get married ever again. I'm using the word husband as lid to pot. Okay. So Got it. that is Love that. What most people that come to us are like, I have specialized in finding bad husbands. <laughs> right. And so, <laughs> and so finding a good one requires a lot of work for some people, drilling in to old parent stuff attachment stuff. I have people that if there is a red flag doozer in the room, they're like, oh, bring me that one. Right. And so finding high GHQ, it's partly who's the kind of guy that's going to make you happy. What do you need versus what you want in a relationship? So many people are stuck on that gerbil, that hamster wheel. Well, I want him to be six feet tall. I want him to make over $150,000. I want him to have 50 stamps in his passport. Right. I don't want to be a nurse or a purse. I get all of that. Right. But when we date for people that are just good on paper, sometimes they're not even worth the paper it's written on. Well, and and sometimes you have to look for the potential in people, too. I mean, a lot of people, because look, we're all a work in progress, too. And you talk about an elevator person. Can you tell everybody what that is? What do you mean by an elevator person? And can this elevator person be in any aspect of relationships in your life, whether it be, you know, your husband, your wife, your best friend? I mean, what is that? That gave me goosebumps that you know that. So it's a ter- it's elevator people, right? We all have them in our lives. They are the people that elevate you. They lift you up. They make you happiest. Who and what we do with our clients is we sit with them. I'll say, who's your dream guy? And they're like, oh, he's tall and he looks like George Clooney mixed with the Marlboro man. And like, we get all this stuff. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. That's great. Then we put that list to the side and then we ask who are the people in your life that make you really happy? And they're like, oh my gosh, well, my friend Kim. I'll say, well, why does your friend Kim, why is she an elevator person? 
Oh, that Kim, she is the most positive person. She lights up the room. When I see her name on my cell phone, I know she's calling me with something good. She has my back. I can tell her anything. And I know she is my biggest cheerleader, right? Mm. And we go through this list with people. And what we end up doing is we look for the commonalities in their elevator people. And I was like, sweetheart, this is your new checklist. Wow. Because there are pervasive themes. And this is why we've had Mm. those zero divorces in 14 years. Because your husband, your future husband, your future lid to your pot should have the same qualities as your elevator people. In fact... Long-term, he should be your number one elevator person. Ah. When I did my TED Talk, I literally had people say to me, what if my husband is not an elevator person for me? Mm -hmm. I said, then you need to watch this together and you need to talk about this. You need to open up the conversation because maybe he thinks he is, but you're not getting what you need to be elevated. Use this as a conversation. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step out here because it just hit me when you were talking about this and people in current relationships. Is it possible, and it's like some women might be listening to this, some men may, might be listening to this, and they're having a rocky time in their marriage. You know, seasons, you know, marriage ebbs and flows from, from what Tribe experience says. It's hard. It's hard, it's Bella. Hard. Is there hope to f- rekindle this kind of, passion and love for those of us who are married and are looking to, you know, create that elevator person within ourselves and within our marriage for each other. That's how you do it, Kim. It So many times people will say, well, go out and buy some new lingerie, right? And that'll spice things up. But if you don't have that emotional intimacy where you feel supported, cheerleaded, safe, you feel like your partner hears you, sees you, has your back, how are you going to maintain an attraction to that person long-term if they're not that person? How? Right. Right? That's a three-month, six-month thing. Great. One and done. But when you don't have that connection, you can't have physical passion long-term. And this is what people don't know. Right. And it's like, this is the stuff we need to talk about and have those conversations. If you're not an elevator person for me, then I need to tell you how you could be. Mm. Make it constructive. I need to support you as my partner. Honey, it would make me so happy if when I have a win, I didn't feel like I was putting you down. I want you to say, I'm so proud of you. And I am Mm. honored to be with you, whatever that is for you. How does this relate in other relationships too? Because, you know, I've been in the self-help world. I, I love listening to different podcasts like yours and and so many others about how to become a better human myself before I can show up for someone else and, and be that person, be their elevator person. How how do we start really having that relationship with ourselves, Bella? Because I, I, I think that for me, the more I you know, like and love myself, the more I'm able to pour out to my children, my husband, my friends, my relationships. How important yeah. does it start with you first before you find that one true love or before you find that really tight best friend or, you know, whatever the relationship you're seeking now? Because I think what you're saying really, 
You, you can use this and apply this in all relationships in life because that's what life is. It's just about relationships. That's it. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. And I love everything you're saying. And here's what I want all of you listening to this to know. It's you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to look in Come the on. mirror every day and say, I love you, Bella Gandhi. I love everything about you because the truth of the matter is that's not true, right? Mm -hmm. I can be kinder to myself. I can be gentle to myself, but that doesn't mean I don't have pain. That doesn't mean I don't have unfinished business. It just right. means I'm all right. And I know where I'm good. I know where I need help. And when I'm feeling that way, then I can pour into you and I can pour into people. But so often people think I need to be totally healed and I need to just be in love with myself. I'm like, call me when that day happens. It's like saying, oh, <laughs> it'll never happen. Be ready. It never happens. It's like, oh, I just knew when I was never ready happened. to be a mom. No, you never didn't. Happened. I'm still not ready to be a mom. And I have an 18-year-old and a 14-year-old, right? We're not ready yet. So that's Girl. the thing. If you don't feel like, oh, I need to be healed more. The question is, okay, do you really? You know what? Because we're all works in progress. But if you're feeling good and if the thought of going on a date excites you and you are doing the work to fix your picker, so you are doing the work to not find the red flag doozers all over again. If you need help, for good Lord's sake, get help. There's a lot of help out there that didn't exist 20 and 30 years ago, right? We want to hold space for you. And we're like personal trainers for people's love lives. So it's true. get inspired. You don't have to be perfectly healed or perfectly in love with you to go through this process. Because if that's the case, I shouldn't be married for 25 years. How about you? Amen. Hello, hands up for that one. Hey. Okay, how do you figure out who women think they want to be with and who they actually need? I always say this, Travis is everything I never thought but always wanted. Like, he doesn't look like what I thought he was going to look like. He doesn't act like what I thought he was going to look like, but he's everything I've ever wanted. So how do you get people from what they want to what they really need that will fulfill them in relationships? So looking at this list, the difference between what I want and what I need and looking at their elevator people and looking at the things that mm. elevate them in their relationships, so, so, so important because that helps to sift out the dark, sarcastic, mean, red flaggy, narcissistic, avoidant people right then and there. So looking at the people that elevate you, you're like, oh, wow. And I encourage you all to do this. Make a list of your elevator people. Look for the common themes, right? A lot of words I see, supportive, cheerleader, has my back, loyal, can trust them with anything, right? And then now what you need to do is dating starts with process of elimination because elevator Ooh. quality take a long time to develop. You don't know that somebody's kind up front. In fact, if somebody says to me, I'm a nice guy, he's probably not that nice because nice people don't need to say that they're nice. They just You right, got that right. You got that <laughs> right, girl. Say that again for the people in the back. Just because you right. say it don't mean it's true. <laughs> Our process, nobody's getting exclusive in a relationship until they've been on 15 legit dates with somebody. And those are like two hour dates. And we talk about sex exclusivity, no sex until you're in an exclusive relationship. So okay, we that was have my next question. That was my next question. Yes. Sex exclusivity. Ladies, when you're having sex with people, you are emitting oxytocin in elevated, elevated, elevated levels that come out through orgasm or heck for a lot of women, 
even just making out with somebody. That is the chemical that makes us feel cuddly and affectionate. When you give birth and your milk comes in and you bond with your infant, it's oxytocin, right? So suddenly you have sex with your mechanic because you think you need a bender. You're chemically oxytocin bonded to your mechanic tomorrow. Now, I'm not saying your mechanic isn't your guy, but if you know he's red flags and he flirts with everybody, you have just now put, imagine an umbilical cord between you and him. That is what you have just done. Girl, we could have a whole podcast on that. I mean, you know, you say it's so medically sound and it sounds so great, but this is how I grew up hearing it. Why well, buy the cow when you get the milk for free? That's, that's how we, you're talking about milk. We're talking about you know, the same time. I, that's how I heard it growing up, Bella. Like it, there is some truth. To, like now you're telling me there's chemical reactions that prove that. And plus, you don't know that person. Am I being too old fashioned? People tell me I'm like a little farty McTarty. Like I'm just like an old fart. I will be an old fart because I totally agree with everything you're saying. And let me tell you this. This has nothing to do with age. I work with Thank plenty you. of people over 50 and they're like, I got to wait for more than five dates. I was like, okay, no. So no, we are not so they're, old. Fart. They're horny and old. They're horny and old. <laughs> you know, well, thank goodness if you're horny and old, good on you, right? <laughs> but the thing is, Congratulations. Keep your pants on right now, okay? <laughs> Until 15 dates, okay? And let me tell you this. Define a date. The dates are not, oh, he said he's going to make me dinner. That is the oldest trick in the book. Okay. Right. There's Come Frank on. Sinatra playing in the background, two bottles of wine. Oh, it's his place. Oh, there's a bed. <laughs> and a Triscuit and two slices of cheese. That ain't dinner. <laughs> That's not dinner with cheese whiz. No, thank you. Right. And <laughs> I mean, right. A can of cheese is not dinner. So no. no. And even if it's a good dinner and even if he makes the effort on date three, that doesn't mean that you're going to sleep with him. I work with men too as a coach and they're like, if I ask a woman to come over and I'm going to make her dinner, she knows she's coming to my place. She knows that there's a bed. I've got a three and four chance of getting late. And I'm like, ladies, look over here. So we don't go to each other's houses over those 15 dates. I love We're you. Going for walks. We're going bowling. We're going mini golfing. We're going whiskey tasting, wine tasting, skydiving, carnivals. You name it. Have fun together. See what this person's like in different situations. Mm, See if girl. competitive. If they don't like you winning, you can tell a lot by someone if you know what to look for. And again, process of elimination. When they throw down a red flag, bye. I love your candor, and I love how earnest you are in saying this message. I can tell it's so passionate for you, but you you are saying truths that I think our modern-day society with online dating and texting and TikTok and all of that, that we've kind of dumbed down the, the actual excitement and the anticipation of falling in love. To me, that's, honey, after 20-something years, that's what I'm hanging on to, because I remember that time, okay? Yeah. Because right. we sure don't have that right now. And, you know, we're in the throes of raising yeah. children. We've got elderly parents. I mean, we are in the throes of real life. But when you can look back at those 15 dates, 20 dates, six months, whatever, and you can remember those butterflies and all of those times, Bella, isn't that what some of the payoff, isn't that what, isn't that part of the process? I don't know. Call me romantic. I don't know. 
in general, I'm going to say something about dating with butterflies in your stomach. Okay. okay. What we, you and I are talking about, I married someone who was not my type either. His name is Andy. We've been married for 25 years. Amazing. What I will tell you is when you think about your husband in that beginning period, it's excitement. Let me differentiate. Butterflies, ladies, butterflies in your stomach while you're dating are bad. Oh, God. Butterflies are your gut telling you danger, Will Robinson. There's fear. It's our female intuition saying there's danger up ahead. And people are like, wait, what? I've been dating for butterflies. I'm like, I did this Mm. when I every I wanted butterflies in my stomach. And this is before I started dating my husband. And every person that gave me butterflies in a big flipping your stomach over kind of way after date one at a certain point, left me flat on my back looking up going, what the hell just happened? Got that it. hurt. And so excitement is something that can build with the right person. You don't have to have sizzling chemistry right away because if you're feeling hot and heavy chemistry on date one, I'm going to tell you what, it's probably red flags and it's probably familiarity. Mm. When you come in touch with someone on a date who you're feeling the EBGBs and all of the things and the butterflies for, that is a person that reminds you of a bad ex. It's familiarity. Okay. Well, well I'm going to retract say because truly, I mean, I just got finished writing my book and I could, I didn't like Travis at all. So I didn't have the butterflies at first. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't even like him. I mean, I turned him down, call flat. I did. (laughs) And I like what you said. I'm going to replace my butterfly word. But when I finally realized, oh, my gosh, this guy is such a guy of substance. He's so everything I never thought but always wanted. Um, It was excitement. So I'm glad that that is the true word. Like, because we were excited to build our life together. We were excited to start it, you know, doing things together. We, We came together for a purpose, not just because I love you. You know what I'm saying? It was it was solid, you know. It was solid. He, unbeknownst to you, became an elevator person. And then I always say when we got our mental house in order, you and me both, it sounds like, and I stopped dating. I loved red flag. If there was a red flag person in a two mile zone of me, bring him my way. That was my jam for a long time. Right. Okay. Did all that. But you're right. My husband never gave me butterflies. It was exciting when we first got together, but it was always easy. Hmm. Lust is nature's way of tricking us into attachment. (laughs) That's what happens. And so it's okay for those feelings to change. It doesn't mean we've fallen out of love with somebody. It just means we've gone from that, I want to have sex three or four times a day. There would be no humans left on earth if we were all having sex four times a day anymore. I'm exhausted just saying the word sex, much less having it. Okay. All right. I've got one more question for you. Every guest we have on, we do what we call a rapid fire. So I'm going to ask you a question and I don't want you to even think about it. Just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Okay. I know you're not going to prompt this at all. Um, what are the biggest signs that a man is toxic? Too fast and furious. Love bombery. Grand and grandiose gestures. Too much too soon. Ooh. Has bad relationships with a lot of people in his life. Wow. Says he's not looking for any drama in his online profile. The man that says he doesn't want any drama in his profile is the one that will cause you drama. 
I hope people are taking notes. What are the best <laughs> traits in an elevator person? The best traits are someone that loves you. I tell women all the time, I want you to be with a guy that likes you just a little bit more than you like him. Oh gosh, that's a grandma. Grandma used to say that every time. Oh gosh, say right? that again. Yes, uh, yes. He should like you just a little bit more than you like him. And there's a lot of research behind, right? These are old, tried and true adages they that work. our grandparents would say. But if you look at it, there's a lot of research why that's actually good. When men feel like they've traded up a little bit, whatever, they've swam out of their lane just a little bit, they're like, look what I got. Right. And so Girl. 51, 49, that's it. <laughs> what? What is the one thing you can do to make sure you're finding an elevator person? Date slowly and know what your elevator people look like to you. Do the mm. exercise. And if you don't know what a supportive, cheerleadery, kind person is, get help around this. The more toxic relationships you get into, you build those neural pathways deeper and deeper. At a certain point, we have to stop the madness and get mm. the intervention and get the help. I have a team of people, right, that help clients. Get your therapist, get your coach, build your village of people and help you get out of those patterns. There are Therapists that do EMDR for trauma, right? If you have had trauma and it doesn't just have to be abusive sexual trauma or, you know, going through war, it can be what's called CPTSD, complex PTSD for relationship trauma. So there's so many people and so many resources out there to help you. If this is resonant, get the help. It will, it's, you are worth it. Celebrity crush, your favorite celebrity crush. I am kind of in love with Theo James right now, but who isn't? He's nice. so cute. Oh, so adorable. Oh, right. Theo James, Divergence, White Lotus, second season. Um, Please. Love, yes, and thank you. I love Matt Damon also, right? Like oh, good okay. Matt Damon, Jason Bourne. Um, yeah, I have a lot. I could just keep going, but you don't want to well, hear them all. Gotta have them, girl. Gotta have them. Gotta have them. Okay. Look, I want to tell you, Bella, you have been, you got to come back. We got to come back. We've got to, we've got to, we got to reach out to somebody. We got to get into some dating help because you are the real deal. Holy field. I'm telling you, you are amazing. And I love how you're bringing this old school type, what we've heard growing up back into a modern day society because it works, right? It works. Let's bring some logic back in a world Thank you. of disposable people on dating apps. Let's bring a process back. I grew up with a poster in my house that my chemical engineer dad put up called the 21 Rules for Success in Life. And 16-year-old me looked at it one day when I came home. I'm like, why did he hang up that janky poster with the cheap black frame? He wanted to tell us something. He's not a big talker. And it said, rule number one, marry the right person. This yes. one decision will determine 90% of your happiness or 90% of your misery. Mm. Was he right or what? Mm. There is a process to doing this. If it's 90% of your happiness or misery, yes. shouldn't there be a way to do this? And that's, yes. that's the impact we want to have in the world. 
There is a process. There is a right way to do this. Do it. Okay, everybody, go and follow Bella Gandhi, and her Instagram is at Smart Dating Academy. Listen to her podcast. It's it's called Smart Dating Academy. The woman knows what she's talking about. Zero divorces in fourteen years. She's got some some things you can follow to find that elevator person that led to your pot for you. Bella, come back and be with us. We love you, girl. I love you. Thank you for having me. This was the highlight of my week. Amazing. Gosh, she's so good. She's so right. She's so old school. That's so old school ways <laughs> of doing it in a modern day. I mean, I, I'm not, no disrespect, but it's true. Some of those things we, we throw out that we shouldn't. I love that you're like always relating it back to this is what my parents said. This is what my grandparents said. Like that's the real world wisdom though, right? Like, well, we call it, uh, someone called it homespun. Another person <laughs> recently called it down home, but I liked what Bella said. She says it's logical. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mine is homespun down home and she's the brainiac and hers is logical, but whatever you want to call it, it works. Yep. Kim, Kim, I want to put you on the spot right now. Can you think okay. of a Kimism for bringing the right person in your life? Do you have one? Mm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Got one. <laughs> okay. My dad, so my daddy used to always say this to me. Here's some little down home, homespun wisdom for you. He used to say to me, Kim, I'm going to do it in his voice too. Kim. You can never soar with eagles when you're scratching around with a bunch of turkeys. <laughs> y'all need to leave them turkeys alone. It's time to level up and soar with the eagles, y'all. You'll never get there scratching around with a bunch of turkeys. <laughs> it's time to level up. Level up your relationships. I love it. Bella Gandhi, go ahead and follow her on all her social media. Uh, hire as her coach. I'm going to let Amy know she's available for coaching. I think Amy, Amy? can use it properly. I didn't call her. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Oh, no, you got to buy my book to realize how Travis and I fell in love because he chased me like a dog in heat, okay? I didn't even <laughs> like him. I thought he was... <laughs> I mean, I tell you what, that poor dude... Poor Travis went through oh my so God. much, I was him. like, let it go. But you were worth it. Well, yeah. Well, don't ask him now. Let's just Let's just say yes and move on. Like, you know, Amy, she's not a fan of people. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she, she keeps so her. Mean, Kim. It's so uh, true, she though. like people. The Kim Grabell Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative, and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening, and we love you.